Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We are back with another episode of Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Mofis, and today we have a very, very special guest today. We're chatting with Brian Warner with IG Wealth Management, and he has brought with him, like I said, a very special guest who is going to talk to us about where the energy sector is heading financially and what the increase in oil prices means, not just for Fort McMurray, but for all of Alberta as well. And, of course, getting a bit more money in our pockets, which is always nice. But now I'm just going to let Brian here uh, introduce our very special guest. Well, thank you, Adam. First first and foremost, I want to say a very happy New Year's to all the listeners in Fort McMurray and uh, wishing everyone health, wealth, and happiness into 2022. And I'm very proud to to present today and have available for us all to listen to is Mr. Philip Peterson. He's a CIM. He's our Chief Investment Strategist with IG Wealth Management. Uh, I've been with IG Wealth for 23 years in Fort McMurray uh, and and, uh, as Division Director and uh, uh, private wealth management practice. You know, when we have a, an individual that's able to look and forecast and give us some perspective going into 2022, I think it's a very great highlight. And, and I'm pretty sure the listeners are gonna really enjoy what Philip's got to say. I'll turn it over to Philip and he can do the introductions and we can go from there. Thank you. Well, thank you, Brian, and thank you, Adam, for having me on. It's my great pleasure to join you today, and Happy New Year to both of you and to everyone that's that's listening as well. Um, yes, you know what? I'm happy to discuss our outlook for 2022. We come through 2021. Uh, a lot happened during the year, uh, and everyone is asking, what does it mean for what we have in the year in front of us? And really happy to share that with you today, gentlemen. Well, fantastic, because there is a lot to talk about, because every time we think each year, this one's going to be better, and it, every year seems to get just slightly worse, and we're, we're hoping for that time that the next year becomes the good one. And I, I don't know who can jump to it first, but now that we're in the start of 2022, can one of you talk to us, where did 2021 last year leave us financially? Certainly, I'll start with that. I I would say when I look at 2021, it left us off in a great position financially. Uh, equity markets were up in Canada, up in the United States, up in most areas around the world. There was only a handful of major indices that were actually negative, and they seem to be concentrated around China and, and Hong Kong. Uh, but when you look across Europe and, and the developed markets around the world, it was a good year. The one area that I think was a little bit more challenging for investors was actually the safe haven of fixed income. This is where we saw fixed income returns you know, modestly negative through the year as interest rates rose. And so it's 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 the, the relationship that as interest rates go up, the value of the bonds fall. And so interest rates went up actually quite significantly in 2021. So the value of, of government bond funds and other corporate bond funds fell through the year modestly. But that's that's the I would say the disappointing aspect of 2021 in general, Adam. When you mentioned you know we hope that each year is better, I would say 2021 was better than 2020. And as we look forward, we think 2022 is actually going to improve upon 2021. Oh, that's actually uh, great to hear, uh, Brian. Is there anything that you can uh, maybe add on top of that? Well, I, I guess you know with us being uh, in the oil and gas industry in Fort McMurray and so many individuals, their their defined contributions plans through Enbridge, through Suncor, CNRL, Synovus, etc. They are very linked to the oil and gas industry, and I really like you know the expertise of Philip to talk about that 
talk about what he sees going forward in the coming year and that for those listeners out there that have a substantial amount of money tied up in their company stocks. Well, certainly, when we look at the TSX, let's take that as the example. The energy sector was up just shy of 80% on a year-over-year basis. Obviously, that followed the rebounds in the price for crude, whether it be Western Canadian Select or West Texas Intermediate benchmark prices for crude. We saw oil prices up through the year. Came came as a function of two things, in my view. One, increased demand. The global economy reopened. And as the global economy reopened, demand for oil and oil products returned back to where we were on a pre-pandemic level but then supply was actually tighter than what i think the market uh, had prepared for with uh, opec plus maintaining tight supply with u.s oil production not returning back to where we were uh, pre-pandemic so the confluence of higher demand and tight supply is what drove prices to end the year in the mid 70 dollar range That was actually a good thing. And that drove returns in the energy sector. And we think this is going to continue. There seems to be a reluctance by OPEC plus to open the spigots to increase production to help the the price of oil come down. So there's a lot of pressure on oil prices to remain where they are, if not actually even nudge higher into 2022. what is our belief that we can actually see the risks to oil prices to the upside as opposed to the downside? All in all, I got to say, it does look like uh, we're, we're going in the right direction for sure. Uh, just one sec, Philip, though, we are going to take our first break here in Fort McMurray Matters. But when we get back, we're going to talk about the increase in oil prices and what that means for Fort McMurray and Alberta. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're back with Fort McMurray Matters. If you missed out, we're chatting with Brian Warner with IG Wealth Management and a very special guest, Philip Peterson, the Chief Investment Strategist. And right now, Brian, we were just talking about oil prices and the the energy companies here in Alberta and Canada and with the oil prices going back up. Now, are we going to continue seeing like this spike that we're hitting right now? Are we looking like we're going to stick around with this? Is it going to plateau? Will it continue to rise? Like, how is it looking right now? Well, in my career, Adam, you know, I've learned that it's extremely difficult to try and predict oil prices you know, to the dollar. Uh, the trend, however, is a little bit easier. And, and obviously, where we were a year ago, the trend obviously was for higher oil prices and higher demand. And I think in 2022, it's the same thing. Where that goes beyond 2022 is is really anyone's guess. But I would say we're at an interesting point right now for the energy sector. You're having pressure from from uh, climate activists to reduce the dependency on fossil fuels. What that is doing is, is that has actually tightened up supply. There have been uh, really very few new investments into oil over the last couple of years as companies are weighing this whole ESG, the environmental, social, and corporate governance impact on their business. Um, that, in effect, is driving the price of oil higher because demand is still there. We're not switching to wind power. We're not switching to to um, electric vehicles as quickly as perhaps some would like or or you know hope. Um, there's going to be a demand for oil that's going to continue on for years, if not decades. And so this supply demand imbalance that we have right now, at least for the short term, is likely to keep prices higher and keep interest in new projects. I think uh, increasing. 
uh, until you start to see that that inflection point where, yes, you know, a global demand for oil is starting to wane because of the shift to electrification of, of the vehicles or alternate energy sources. But, you know, for the time being, it looks like it's a positive news story for the energy sector. Uh, and that's great you mentioned that, too, about the climate activists, because that that is such a, a big thing. It's been a key word used for the last little while here, especially with our federal government. And some of these companies that are trying to switch things up or hold on board. Now, are these foreign companies? Are there lots of Canadian companies that are holding or even Alberta companies? Or is it, you know, new people jumping into the game that are putting that oil price back up? I would say it's it's almost all of that, all of what you talk about. When you listen to oil company executives, the, the narrative out of them is like, we are an energy company, right? It doesn't necessarily have to mean that we are an oil company or a fossil fuels company. We are an energy company. And you're seeing a lot of companies that have been tr- traditionally oil-based uh, look to other sources of energy, investing in alternatives. So it's happening um, and it's happening in Canada, it's happening in the United States, it's happening globally, and there are new entrants into alternative energy. I would say as far as crude production, it's it's the, the, uh, the established companies that remain there. And I think what we could see, I might be jumping ahead, but I think what we could see is these companies that have been hesitant to invest in new projects start to invest incrementally at least in 2022 into increased oil production to satisfy the demand that we have out there. And the increase in the interest rates, because like interests are starting to go up as well. And is that the, who is that going to have the largest effect on in the energy sector? Like, is it, uh, is it the little guy? Is it the big companies? Like who is this mostly going to happen to? Well, when we think about the the rise in interest rates, I'm not as concerned on the rise in interest rates in 2022 because I think the central banks are going to be very, very slow to respond to the already higher inflation that we see in the environment. And that higher inflation is coming from multiple sources. Obviously, it's coming from increased commodity prices when you have oil up um, they almost uh, almost double from where we were a year, year and a half ago. You know that's inflationary, um, but it's also coming from wages. It's coming from uh, other products, other base uh, basic materials, and so on. Um, and I think it really stems from what the central banks did to support economies through the COVID lockdowns. You had to increase the money supply. You had to inject liquidity into the system. What we're we're, and I'm coming to the, the interest rate question here is what we're slow to see uh, has been an acknowledgement that inflation is going to stick around longer than what the central banks had thought and at a higher level than what they had thought. As we go forward in 2022, we'll see the Bank of Canada start to raise rates. But we're going from effectively zero to maybe 1%, if that, by the end of the year or into 2023. So while it does mean that credit costs are going higher, so the cost of debt is going to go up, uh, for businesses, it's not huge, uh, and I think the the revenue gains by oil prices at least uh, staying on par with inflation, if not exceeding inflation, the the rate of inflation, which is you know, between six and seven percent uh, in the U.S., that will more than make up for the increase in interest rates. So companies are in a good position. Their return on capital is likely to be higher than their cost of capital at least over the course of the next twelve months. That's good to hear, because I know when we hear the phrase interest rates going up, we all kind of clench up a little bit. But this sounds 
quite promising, uh, to be honest. We're just going to take a quick break here, Philip. But when we get back, we're going to keep on chatting uh, about the financial sector and where we're sitting at here in Alberta and, and quite frankly, in, in the country. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We are back with Fort McMurray Matters. If you missed out, we're chatting today with Brian Warner with IG Wealth Management and Philip Peterson, their chief investment strategist. Now, Philip, before the break, you had mentioned some things that can fluctuate and change how the energy sector reacts. Now, I know throughout the country with this boom right now, uh, we're seeing, you know, workers, especially like in Edson, for example, here in Alberta, that workers are flocking there because there's so many new companies and uh, sites being started up. Is there an issue? Because I know in Canada, in United States, all North America, there's been a big issue in, in labor, in employment shortages. Now, are we seeing an issue with that? Is that having an impact? That's having an effect on wages. Uh, and it's, it's, it's been modest so far, but I think it's going to pick up. You know, so, for example, uh, in the last couple of weeks of 2021, we saw the fewest amount of Americans file for unemployment claims that we've had in 52 years. And so jobs are plenty yeah, in the United States, in Canada. We've already regained all of the lost jobs in Canada from the lockdowns of uh, mid-2020. The unemployment rate is still higher than where we were, but that's just a function of, of population growth and labor labor force growth. But we're going to get there, I believe, before the end of this year. We'll get back to those lows on the unemployment side. So the labor market's very tight. There's competition by companies to find employees uh, in all sectors. It was believed that, oh, this is going to be really limited to travel and leisure, you know, restaurants and, and so on. No, it's it's across the board. Um, we see this in multiple sectors, um, across multiple ranges of employee demographic in terms of education and so on. And the wage pressure is building. So it's getting tougher for companies to find employees. They have to um, provide a greater incentive to join their business, whether that be in wages, whether it be in benefits, whether it be in work schedules, whatever it might be, this is a theme that I think is going to continue. Okay. And uh, Brian, sorry, we kind of, is there anything you want to add to any of the uh, well, topics? Yeah, there, there's a couple of things. I like to, you know, CRA, basically their inflation rate numbers for 2022 was 2.4% that they announced. But we know, Philip, that that number is much higher. Maybe you can elaborate what inflation is like in Canada today and what you're forecasting maybe over the 12, next 12 to 18 months. So inflation has been higher, and I guess it really depends on what is your basket of goods. You know, how much are you spending at the grocery store versus the gas tank versus you know going out for dinner? Um, but what we've seen across the board is higher prices, higher prices for food, higher prices for gas, higher prices prices at restaurants, higher prices for for other purchased goods, and so on. Uh, and it it's in the U.S. it nearly topped out at around seven percent. I think it's going to remain at that level in Canada. It's a little bit below that, but still ele elevated has been between say four and six percent um, we're going to see a, a continuation of that at least through the first half of this year um, the way we model it out we see continued inflation pressures through the first half of 2022 and really not getting to a moderate level until near like fourth quarter of this year and moderate meaning somewhere in the three to three and a half percent range but the longer we try and forecast, the more variability we could we can see in the results. So, look, I think I leave it this way. Inflation is going to be higher 
uh, over the course of the next year, if not next couple of years, than what we've seen in the last 10 years. Um, and that's going to require uh, households to think about not only their spending patterns, where they're spending their money, but also how they invest in a higher inflationary environment. Uh, I'll, I'll just say cash is, is one of the worst things we can own in this environment because as inflation is running, say, 5%, you're losing 5% of purchasing power a year just by sitting in cash. So you want to look to investments that protect you in a higher inflationary environment. Stocks are a great way to think about this. Commodities are another one. Uh, oil especially is a, a good hedge against inflation as it also contributes to inflation. Now, I don't want to cut us short, and Brian, I know you had a bunch more questions, so we're going to keep on going. We're going to make this a two-parter, but this is going to be where we, we stop it today. So I do, I want to thank uh, Brian Warner with IG Wealth Management and Philip Peterson, the Chief Investment Strategist, for joining me today. Now, Mr. Peterson has a seminar going on January 18th. It is the Market Outlook with Philip Peterson. So if you want to hear more, a more in-depth of what we've talked about today, that'll be a great way to do it. And if you want a link to that, you can send an email to brian.warner at igpwm.ca. That's all the time we have for today for Fort McMurray Matters, but if you missed it and you want to hear more, you can head to our website, mix1037fm.com. Fresh episode is uploaded every single day. Just click on the news section. You cannot miss it. I'm Adam Ophis, and I'll chat with you again tomorrow where we continue our discussion with Brian Warner and Philip Peterson with IG Wealth Management. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix1037.